0: Now more than ever, transportation business owners need industry experts at every stage in their company's life cycle. We bring them to you in the hot seat.
1: Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. Got a great guest today, Matt Ballantyne from Cowbell Cyber. Matt, welcome to the hot seat.
0: Appreciate it. Good to see you. Good to see you, sir. All right, you ready for this? I hope so. Let's do it. 30 seconds. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. Matt Valentine, work for Cowbell Cyber on the sales team. We are a cyber MGA and risk management firm. What that means is in the insurance world, our distribution model is through independent retail agents across the country. So we sell cyber insurance. And then again, our technology is our risk management platform. We monitor 267 different data points, assessing the risk and becoming an extension of a company's risk management team. I think this is gonna be a good one, sir. You ready to heat it up? Let's do it.
1: All right, let's do it. Okay, what does the trucking industry need to know about
0: cybersecurity right now? It's growing, and it's not a, if it's gonna happen, it's more of when it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Across the world, the cybersecurity industry itself is 120 billion, and the cyber insurance industry is roughly about five billion, and we think it's gonna grow to about 70 billion by the end of this decade. And as technology infiltrates trucking companies, it makes things more efficient, but it also makes it more efficient for hackers, right? So as it's no difference than if you go from five trucks to a hundred trucks, you change strategies there on your auto insurance, your risk management strategies, this is the same. As you increase your cyber footprint, we'll say, it's important to change that strategy and approach it with risk transfer and risk management. Interesting, so what
1: exactly
0: are the risks
1: that transportation company owners are insuring
0: it's a complex issue and as technology infiltrates trucking companies they become more efficient in their business processes but it also becomes more efficient for Mm -hmm. hackers so there's a couple different areas that are vulnerable ELDs and trucks on the road is number one right so if an ELD is locked down and inoperable can the business operate, right? How do they move on from that quickly? Recently, a good example is Garmin was hacked. And even all the way down to someone who uses a Garmin to ride their bike, it wasn't able to track how many miles you were were biking across wherever you live. Um, So the number one exposure is if the ELDs are locked down, you can't operate your business and then it all becomes a bigger problem. Also, any type of sensitive information on your employees, on other companies that the trucking firm may be holding. If that's compromised, money racks up from a notification standpoint and from a monitoring standpoint. And of course the trust
1: around with that brand. If you lose that, that's that's bad news.
0: So outside of
1: buying an insurance policy, what can business owners and business leaders within the trucking
0: space do to mitigate risk? So that's where we come in. We have our risk management strategy. It's a patent-pending technology. We look at 267 different data points and we monitor your cyber risk, right? So we help you buy an insurance policy based off what's called an insurability gap. If your technology and and your infrastructure is really strong in one area, we'll also notice maybe that it's not as strong in other different areas. So it's being proactive from a risk management standpoint and seeing your exposures across the board um, and having a proactive strategy with dark web scanning, with monitoring your web footprint, and updating and patching different devices. So, what are the trends around this specific
1: issue that owners and leaders of transportation companies need to be aware of?
0: So, the main point is, it's not if, it's when. The cybersecurity industry as a whole is about seventy. Or sorry, is about 120 billion dollars worldwide. The industry of cyber insurance is five billion currently, and we think it's going to grow to about 70 in the next decade. So it's becoming more common, it's becoming more complex, right? Technology is ever evolving. So the problem becomes ever evolving. Today, it's trucks on the roads and ELDs. Tomorrow, it could be whatever cool gadget we have next to make business more efficient. And it's being proactive in your processes and your risk management to mitigate that. So we talked about risks that you're ensuring. I wanna
1: try to quantify this for our audience. I mean, what, what is the actual cost of a cyber attack?
0: It racks up. It can get expensive depending on what exactly is breached. If we are able to take information, well then, you know how sensitive is that information, right? What's the notification cost gonna be on someone's personal data, a company's personal data? Um, if you're locked down for a few days, what does your revenue look like for a few days? Is it a million? Is it five million? Is it 10 million for some of these large operations? So it depends on exactly what the breach does to the company. But if you're shut down for a couple days, Claims can get into the into the millions.
1: That's not chump change.
0: It's not chump change.
1: No, no. it's not. So, so here's a question.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, what's a common misunderstanding that trucking companies have about cyber threats?
0: The again, the complexity of the issue. Right. It's not just around your internet or um, your computer and software. It's intercepting emails. It's manipulating invoices, and you may be paying the wrong person. It's just growing and growing with different technologies that can be implemented, that it's, you're not protected just because you have good IT security software. If companies like Sony, Garmin, Target can be breached, anybody can be breached. Mm-hmm. And it's important to transfer that risk financially to an insurance policy. But again, sticking with your plan and sticking with your risk management.
1: Understood. Now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Cowbell, cyber. Where does that name come
0: from? <laughs> the cyber, cyber industry needs more cowbell. Everybody needs more cowbell. <laughs> Um, so with what we explained earlier, our cowbell factors is our, is our technology, right? And just like a cow whose bell starts ringing louder and you can hear it in the distance if it strays away from home, that's what we're doing with our proprietary technology is if you're straying off, it may not, a breach may not have happened, but, um, maybe you haven't updated your IT security software recently, right? We can start seeing that on different data points and we can help you bring that back home. So the alarm, the cowbell starts ringing. And we can put in a strategy to get you back to where you need to be. You've been doing pretty good. I got one last question for you. You ready? Let's
1: do it. All right. It's wild card. Yeah. We were talking, you said your two hobbies are baseball and food. You got one last meal. What's the food? What's the ballpark that you're eating in?
0: Yeah. I'm going to use some hometown bias. I'm originally from outside Washington, D.C. Um, And so I'm, I'm... i going to say my favorite ballpark will always be the Washington Nationals Park, Nats Park in D.C. And my favorite food, there's nothing better than a cold beer and a hot dog at a baseball game, right? So we'll do hot dog, Nats Park in Washington, D.C., and hopefully with my dad. And we'll wrap it there, sir.
1: Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Again, Matt Valentine. Again, I'm Spencer Tenney. Thank you for joining us in the hot seat. We'll see you next time.